music. It makes no odds. Well, I was going to change it and make it different, but whatever. If it's broke and we haven't fixed it by now, what's the point? That's the famous phrase, isn't it? Whatever it takes. Like, yeah, whatever it takes for the Dallas Cowboys, like secretly filming cheerleaders and uh, changing them, and but then not acknowledging that your member of staff did it, but paying out three point, well, the two point three million dollars in damages anyway for for the thing that didn't happen. Yep, and it's a great way to say we're live. Yeah. That's um, monitoring. Yeah, well, the, the if you get to a certain level of wealth, your ability to engage in corrupt behaviour and get away with it grows exponentially. Hello, we are Pixel Points. We are the only podcast that talks about two things that we enjoy, which is good beer and video games. We're not here to promote drinking. Please drink responsibly. We're also here, uh, not here, to promote Russia. <laughs> um. We'll get on to that in a moment. Um, so, first things first, um, Liam, how are things with you? Oh, very good. I'm, I'm having a great time. Good. Playing Elden Ring mainly. Uh, is Elden stinging your ring? Oh, yes. It's really stinging my ring. My, my ring is very enlarged. Yeah, well, you've got to find the fragments. It's obvious that J.R. Martin spent, I don't know, all of about two and a half minutes working on that script. Um, well, it's not really the script. It's more the lore, I guess. Whatever. Um, Which is the same lore yeah. as every other Souls. So, like, what's yeah. the so difference? Just... No, actually, it's pretty interesting. I'm, I must say. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I seriously do not care. If you're enjoying it, I'm great. I'm, I'm really pleased that you're having a good time, but would the internet please shut the fuck up about this game? Well, um, funnily it's enough... Not got, it's uh, not got weapon degradation, um, so it can't possibly be the best game in the world ever. Um, I, I, I just swear, people are still playing it and they're still finding cool things that... that um, that should I say? I don't know. It's kind of a. Is it things? That, is it things that aren't actually cool, or things that they want to find cool? Thank you. I was about I to mean, say I, that I, same thing. I think thing. it's cool, personally. <laughs> I, I think it's really cool. Thank good. But I, but I but I love Souls games. And, yes, and I'm I pleased really for you. I'm pleased you're having a good time. Um, would everyone please get the fuck over the fact that this is just a open world Souls game? That's all it is. Pretty interesting in a few places. Like I'm pretty taken aback by how how impressed I am because I did not expect this game to be nearly as impressive. But and to be honest, I rolled my eyes a little bit when the reviews came out, and then I played it for a while. And the more I've played it, the more I've been like, "Oh, okay, I'm I'm kind of getting the hype here." Yeah, mm. that's me. As a Souls fan. Yeah, as a Souls fan. That that is of course the yeah. caveat. Yeah. So, uh, on this show, anyone who wants to talk about and praise Elden Ring must caveat the sentence either before they start or at the end by, as a Souls fan. Um, Mitch, how's things in LA? Great. Can't say why yet, but I'm really excited to tell you all eventually why everything is great, but everything is great. Um, new apartment, as you can see, new background. Uh, nicer apartment. By the way, nicer apartment, cheaper apartment too. Ooh, that's the only more or less likely to have. Yeah. 
Is it a bigger apartment, Mitch? No, it is smaller. But like, oh, right. it was ten oh. times nicer. And the apartment we did have before was way too big for both okay. of us. It was technically we had three people living in a two bedroom because it was so big. And it's now we just have two people living in a two bedroom, and it's wonderful. It's nice. What were you gonna say, Keith? Um, are you more or less likely to have your bike stolen where you are now? No, it's about the Good. same. It's about the same. About the same. It's I, LA. I live. I, I live a half a mile from where I lived before. And like literally, I used to live in West Hollywood, technically. Now I am living in Hollywood, but the apartment across the street from me is considered West Hollywood. So that's how close I'm, I'm, I'm at the fringe. But uh, no, it's, it's awesome. And I saw The Batman. Fantastic film. If, if you have not seen it, I recommend highly go see it. It is my number one favorite Batman movie of all time. And, it, and I, it's hard to top The Dark Knight, but this is just... This is something special. Um, I really, really, really love this film. So please go see it if you have not. It's well. Worth I will watch it. it on. I will watch it on streaming at some point because I'm not going to sit in the cinema for nearly three hours. Well, it'll be over three hours if you include all the trailers and everything. I'm just not going to do that. It's worth it. But but but, but, but Keith, it's more value for money that way. No, it's not because I can sit on my sofa, watch it on streaming, and whatever time I want, I can pause it, get up, and get myself a beer. <laughs> Can't do that in a cinema. Well, anyway, go see it if you can. I recommend it. Cause yeah. I, I also think, Keith, I think you're doing a disservice to the film because I think the film is so cinematic in the way that it's noir and it's filmed. And also, like, literally Matt Reeves has told the theaters in letters saying, like, this is how I want the color of your heat to your projectors to be so that the colors are a certain way. Like, I think it has to be. Like, one. Of, it's one of those that you feel like it's a must-see in a theater even if you're like, I don't know if I'm going to enjoy it. It's like, it's one of those types of films. Like Dune is one you have to, like I'd say you have to see in a theater. Cause it's like, so really don't say cool. that to Keith. Keith doesn't like Dune. I know he doesn't like yeah, Dune, but like the cinematography well, of it. You're on a beautiful. desert planet with the sun beating down and no one's wearing eye protection. It doesn't make any sense. Anyway. Uh, so go watch that if you haven't seen it. And then, um, well probably haven't seen it cause it came out literally today. But anyway, um, and then I've been playing some Horizon um, about three hours in. I, 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 I've beaten the prologue, but I'm like at that portion where you're still kind of in the prologue still because you haven't reached the immersive, like expansive open world. I'm just in this like little section that I'm getting through, which is kind of like half tutorial, half like early story. Um, I'm still enjoying the heck out of it. I mean, I, I, I'm going through all the side quests. That's how much fun I'm having. Like, can I just say, like, the, the, I've never, I've never thought of this, but so many RPGs do not get the facial animation right on characters, especially on like side missions and things like this. Holy shit! These guys deserve a fucking medal because these character models are excellent, even on the freaking side missions and errands. Like, they actually have facial expressions compared to other games. And how the hell is this running on a PS4? Because holy crap like i can't believe it I, I i honestly was like how is this running on my playstation 4 right now i don't know but kudos to them i mean they pulled it off well done to gorilla grain gorilla grains gorilla grains. games even um yeah so just a couple of announcements thank you for watching if you're watching us live on twitch at twitch.tv forward slash pixel points uh, we archive all of our episodes on our YouTube channel, which means they, they aren't up their day and date 
um, I do take I do sometimes take a couple of days to put them in an archive online. Um, uh, we also archive all of our episodes on Anchor.fm, so you can pick them up on pretty much all of your podcatching services. You can follow us uh, on Twitter at pixel underscore points where, to see when we're going live and very little else. Um, but you can also follow us on Instagram at pixel points pod, where I mainly post pictures of food, some gaming stuff, and beers. That's all our social stuff out of the way. Um, now... Uh, we have a, a short announcement that I'd like to make. Uh, and, and we all must be quiet for this. All right, go ahead, Keith. All right, so thank you very much, Mitch, for doing the transition. Uh, we, like much of the rest of the world, are following what's happened in the country of and to the people of Ukraine with dumbfoundment, frustration, and sympathy. Unprovoked aggression based on the decisions of Vladimir Putin will have ramifications for many years to come. Many things have been said about President Putin, or President Pudding, as Joe Biden calls him, but none of which is his desperate need to be loved. Vladimir just wants to be loved. He wants to be loved so much that he buddies up to criminals, money launderers and gangsters. He wants to be loved so much that he's got an army of cronyms, cronies to put him and keep him in power. He wants to be loved so much that he consistently lies to the population and stokes nationalism. Boris Johnson always also does that, but it's a bit different. And then rigs elections. Uh, he wants to be loved so much that he engaged in the direct and sanctioned uh, murder and attempted murder of Russian nationals at home and abroad, including poisoning someone's tea in London, which frankly is the most heinous crime you can commit in Great Britain. <laughs> He wants to be loved so much that he is threatening the whole energy security of Europe, including potentially creating a nuclear disaster. But Vlad just wants to be loved. But he doesn't understand why we don't, because he's a dickhead. Thank you very much. That was our statement on behalf of what's currently going on in the Ukraine. Um, you know, that was actually perfect timing that literally the national anthem ended on your final saying. And I literally boosted up the volume at the end. Wow, it's, it's spectacle. You'll love this when you watch it back. <laughs> I, I thought if, 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 whilst it's somewhat trivial to talk about video games when this, um, this is going on, uh, I felt like we needed to acknowledge something happening. Um, now we're getting into my uh, monthly cryptic news quiz, um, starting off uh, with the, the topic of the past couple of weeks. Wait, um, who should do, do we not do a different thing before that? Oh yeah, oh yeah, you've got you've got a beer to drink. I'm drinking tea. It's eight o'clock in the morning. <laughs> At least yep. acknowledge we have the segment, man. <laughs> At least acknowledge we've got a host on the show. Yeah, seriously, like just hopping over stuff. Uh, well, I was gonna let you guys pick. I I don't think I had the uh, the long fin, the long fin lager yet. Yeah, go with that one. Or I could go back to you know. No, don't go back. Try something new. The the Indian pale ale. The. Well, you gotta try something new. Okay. Okay. Let's uh, you know. 
pop the noise. Thanks for that. That was nice. That's why I enjoyed that. It's what, it's what I, it's, you know, they. Th that's why people subscribe to the channel. It's for the ASF, <laughs> ASFM sounds. <laughs> ASMO. And, yeah, the sounds that we provide for them. I don't think they can even see my port. At least it's not Evan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you got it. Cool. Oh, this one's looks much like a lager. Yeah, it's much lighter. Holy cow! Yeah, so it's... No, see through. Look at that. No. <laughs> Okay. Oh yeah, it's a lager. Yep, <laughs> pretty much. I, I, there's not, there's nothing special about it to be truthfully honest. So, it's just your normal lager. It's not bad. I mean, I, I, pref I actually like lagers. So, so it's, it's good for me. Anyone else got anything to drink on the show besides uh, McWumble's tea? Which hopefully that's not poisoned. Oh, definitely not. Um, oh, I don't know now. I just called Vladimir Putin a dickhead live on the internet. <laughs> so I think someone is going to be after me. Um, no, Twining's English breakfast. Nice tea. All right. Back to the show. Back to the show. Right. So get into my cryptic monthly news quiz where I just arbitrarily pick news stories that I think are interesting and then turn them into cryptic clues. But for the, the first one, I'm, it's not going to be too cryptic. Right, so who normally derided deserves some praise? Oh. Normally derided deserves some praise. Don't say Gabe Newell. No, it's think uh, about what, what think about the Hill. statement that I just gave. Oh, is it Microsoft not selling in Russia? Well, it's lot. It's yes. Well, it's basically the games industry, industry not selling in. I mean, together to, to um, withdraw products from Russia no, and, and services and services and uh, from Belarus as well. Um, but also the, um, thinking about the actions that Ubisoft have taken to help people in Odessa in Kiev um, because they have studios there and they're actually doing something um, that's not the world. It shouldn't get them abused in the way that has been happening online and some of the trivial bollocks that people are coming out with. So they post a statement saying they're helping the people working at their studios in, in Ukraine and literally the first comment that you can look up is, where's the 60 FPS patch? So get over yourself. You entitled uh, scumbag. Yeah. I think the other oh, one that's really like hitting me is, you know, Stalker 2 is is, is, a, is a Ukraine developer. And like that game was is supposed to come out this year. Obviously, that's not going to happen. But it's just very curious on where that project will be, you know, six months down the road. Is it that, you know, they're because men can't leave Ukraine. So like. It's not like the developer can go anywhere unless they were here on a, unless they were there on a visa and they're also maybe potentially a dual citizen. Then, but it's like that game's whole balance might be on Ukraine's survival, which is 
quite sad. So um, uh, CD Projekt Red um, have said that they will pull um, all of their games and services from stores in Russia and Belarus. Um, uh, War Games fired um, one of the original game designers for World of Tanks for Mm -hmm. saying that he supported the Russian... um, And Liam, you and I got into this a little bit um, if he'd said he supported the Russian army in doing what they've been ordered to do but doesn't support the action, I would have thought, okay, maybe you're on a fine line of not getting fired, but that's not what he said. Yeah. The translation was he actually supported them invading Ukraine, in which case, get that guy out of his job. He's obviously an idiot. Um, I, I think... I think people need to be a bit more, um, what's the word, empathetic to the stupidity of people. I mean, I, I was literally in my fish and chips, local fish and chip shop the other day, having a conversation uh, with the two uh, Kurdish guys that own it. <laughs> and they were like, yeah, Russia, Russia, oh, great, yeah, Putin invaded Ukraine. And I, I was just like, uh, yeah, I'm not sure about that. You know, it, people have a lot of stupid opinions and 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 while i think it, uh, it's well within the company's rights to to sack a guy because he supports ukraine like, i think people shouldn't also forget that a lot of people are very stupid and a lot of people especially if you're from the middle east or certain countries have a lot of uh i guess uh pro-russian views and, and tend to um not think about the consequences of supporting russia in certain ways, I think a little more empathy um, towards people with stupid opinions surrounding Russia could be maybe a little more needed. You know, things are. I get what you're trying to say, but in the context yeah. of like where they're working, like I, I can't say very much about. My, I, I got a new job. I can't tell you. I can't announce what it is yet. But I've been going over a lot of NDAs and a lot of policies and procedures for this big tech company. When you take a job like that, you 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 have to read the fine print and understand what your what your responsibility is. And you particularly need to, if you're especially if you're taking, head of the studio. Yes, and if oh, you're yeah, taking if you're taking a certain stance, like there's a big there's a big thing written in their paperwork about you don't represent our company and you have to make it abundantly clear when you say certain things that you are not a representative of this company, that you are making this as an individual. And um, so I think that that also gives them that that also something that they have to keep in mind. And if they can't handle that, they shouldn't have the job. If they can't handle that, they shouldn't have a social media account. Um, I, I just think that the, yeah, uh, the, the, I get it that, if it was something on a on a borderline where there are two sides to every coin, like something, you know, if it's someone that has super religious views on something and it's in, in a conflict with something that is affecting another person, not my stance, like, uh, but like, you know, if it's conflicting, there can be some sympathy there because it's like, yeah. Like it's going on for two different rights that people think they have one religious liberty and another one about a certain, a certain uh, access to something that they should have or shouldn't have. So 
I can empathize, empathize with that if someone makes a statement like that. But when someone is making a clear statement about supporting military action supporting against military a action sovereign nation that did nothing wrong to this other country, that that you there's a clear there's a clear toss of the coin of like which side is the correct side. Now I can have sim- I can have sympathy for the soldiers that are out there, the Russian soldiers that have yeah. no idea what they're getting into, that have been told that this is a peacekeeping mission, and when they go out there, they are um, they're like, oh, I thought they're supposed to be on our side, welcoming Why? us. Yeah, yeah welcoming us. Why are they shooting at me? Like, and, and telling their parents this. Like, I can have sympathy for that, but I have no sympathy for the actions taken by their their leader. And that, yeah, that's, or, there's a clear difference. Or a moron who's made a lot of money off um, selling microtransactions in World of Tanks. Um, mm-hmm. Getting onto some more, uh, well, some less uh, heavy but equally frustrating news. Uh, Liam, whose womanliness has led to controversy about their journey westward? Uh, I, I guess this must be Aloy having uh, facial follicles on her head, you know, like a normal person. Especially when I they assume. don't have access to, like, razors yeah. and shaving cream. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, so, oh, God forbid a woman look like an actual real person. You know, like, I mean, I, I the character model's still absolutely gorgeous, you know, like, people... You know, you get some fucking grade A virgins on on Twitter. You know, that they've never seen. I think I think we've just um, fallen foul of Twitch's uh, policy because you're not allowed to use the V word in as a, oh, in really? derogatory terms. But who cares? We're too small. Can, say, can you find name. the Can you find the hair follicles on this character model? I I was talking about Virgin Media and how shit <laughs> internet service they provide. You know. So, well, uh, fast speeds, crap customer service. <laughs> uh, yeah, um, no, media. Speeds. intermittent speeds drives <laughs> you crazy. <laughs> uh, yes, it, it is the fact that there is an internet controversy about a woman being the star of a video game. <sighs> um, Michael shared on our Discord channel um, a review score of half a star um, with the review stating... I don't like women in my games. <laughs> um, would anyone like to, to hazard a guess at which word I take most umbrage with in that review? My? Did, did he, did, exactly. Yeah. It is my. My. Because did you work on the game? Do you own Guerrilla Games? Are you part of the executives at Sony? If your answer is no to any of those, you don't own the game. You have no entitlement or ownership over it other than what you think you do. And you don't have any reason to deride that game for any any possible grievance that you think you may have, you entitled scumbag. And uh, also, excuse me, we're in 2022. Women are not objects for you just to look at. Yeah, but just, what, what would they have done with it? Created some military meathead thing? So what did they? I, I, I don't even. I, I don't even get the logic. I, I, I can't I, comprehend. I can't either. I can't. I can't. Yeah. I literally can't. It's like 
and to be honest, this is probably one of the the best female characters in all of in all of gaming. One of the best, not the. I mean, I think honestly, Laura Croft, but just because that's just what I grew up with, it's probably my favorite female character of all time. But you know, this is up there, and that's because one, there isn't very many, and two, there aren't very many well done. That's fair. And if if a girl has hair on herself, Lord have mercy that you don't understand the context of where the heck the story is, and they don't have access to like things like shaving cream. That you'll be be waxing. Yeah, (laughs) like is it like what? She's trying to save the effing world. She don't got time to do the shave her legs to make all look pretty for you. Jesus Christ! Like I don't, guys. Um. Morons. Entitled morons. Uh, right, Mitch, question for you. Who's been shocked by this film showing up in their bio? This film showing up in their bio? Hmm. Actual film. I, I don't know. Liam, would you like to hazard a guess? Um, I assume it's somebody who, who has a film in their biography that they didn't Oh! Make. Neil Druckmann, is it the Uncharted movie? No. Nope. Um, You're on the right line of video game movies. Oh. Um, did one get hmm. announced? Yes, one. a video game movie did get recently announced in February. It wasn't Bioshock. It oh, was Bioshock. You was. just stumbled onto it. Okay, that's <laughs> what it was. I, what, like, what, what I, thought, I thought for a second Bioshock was the, a TV show. Not a movie, but no, I was wrong. I, to be honest, again, I've been busy with this other thing I that it. I have not paid attention to the news, and I also was on in vacation uh, on vacation in Puerto Vallarta, so I also was busy. Uh, yes, it is the announcement that Netflix are making a Bioshock movie. That I think um, that they can pull off. You know, I think a Bioshock movie can be pulled off. Um, I would have preferred a limited series myself. I would have preferred a limited series, but it might, they might, you know, Netflix might be their thing and just like, you know, just greenlit two. And so like they have, they work on multiple at the same time, knowing they're going to get another one. I I think the concept though, of like, if you, when you play Bioshock and then you learn like that Andrew is saying, would you kindly is a, a mind control device. Like, I think that's, I think that would work really well in a movie for people that don't know the, the property. Like, I think that's a good mystery to add to a movie. So like it's got the elements and they just got to make the world cohesive. And you know, there isn't, when you, when you look at Bioshock, there isn't a ton of characters. It's just the, it's just the. You've got three three main characters, yeah. and then it's the splicers, and then yeah, like, the big buddies and little sisters. Yeah, so, but they're like, not it's, actually it's like actual the, characters, right? It's like um, it's the atmosphere. And uh, no, we do not need to buy followers. We are good because we like to get them, and we like to get real ones. <laughs> oh, thanks, thanks, Liam. No, thanks. <laughs> um, but um, uh, someone commented on our uh, Twitch tv slash pixel pints where you can view us live if you want to but anyway um yeah I, I i think that again they i mean there's three main characters that's a that's a good way to do a story you don't have a lot of characters and then two like literally those extra things are all environmental things of just like showing off the world and like all the different environments that you can go into and i think a cool i can imagine it being you know what if and 
point it out there. You all can say, horrible idea, good idea, route I want to go. What if they made the movie first person? Oh, God, that's never worked. That's awful. Okay. Just want to throw it out there. Um, you know, my, my thing with the Bioshock movie is I could not give two fucking shits about it until I hear who's directing it, who's writing it. Like, until I hear that information, I do not give two shits. Well, it's a Netflix <laughs> you know? movie, so I highly doubt it's going to be anyone huge as a director. It, exactly. There is literally no reason to get excited mm, <laughs> as of now. I mean, we'll see. I mean, Netflix has hit and misses with their stuff. It could be a... Uh, yeah. But, but also there's, oh, a video game project was announced. Uh, five years later, movie project is cancelled. You, know, <laughs> you just don't know. You know? I, I, if I it has it, a writer and a director, then at least it has something going for it. Well, I think, if, if anything, Netflix, that is one that will come to fruition because Netflix needs properties and so i think if they're like they they are the ones that are the king of content right now because they need to have new content every single week for people so like if if there's one place that says like oh this got greenlit by this place netflix it's gonna come out like i don't doubt that yeah i I think in a say 90 minute to two hours they're not going to be able to create the level of atmosphere that they might want and i think fans of the game will see through that quite quickly but, Which but is why, I, I was... as soon as as soon as this was announced, I thought, oh, it's going to be maybe a six-episode limited series where they can build up, build up, yeah. build up, and then end on some kind of crescendo, rather than, like I said, 90 to 120 minutes. And I don't think they're going to deliver what they might hope. I'm, I'm hopeful that they do, because I like Bioshock. The first game is one of my favorite games ever, um, because of the things that you set out, Mitch, the, the atmosphere, the setting. Um I didn't particularly like um, the second one as much. I, th- I thought the first one was, an, except for the boss battle at the end, which is just terrible. Um, but the rest of the game is is qu- the highest quality um, and story manipulation in that is is very clever as well. And I don't think, they, it, particularly with the third one, they weren't able to get back to that level of cleverness that they thought that they had. Well, let me throw this out there to you because you just said like, oh, it's not going to be because it's not going to be a limited series. It's probably not going to be a thing the game, the, the fans want, but it's not really made for the fans though. Because if it was made for the fans, it would be a different. No, kind I, of I film, didn't say that it? was the thing that they want. I think they will see through it. Oh, I see. Okay, gotcha. Never mind. Um, but I at least, hey, at least it's coming to Netflix. Whereas, like, somehow, I don't know if this is one of your questions on here, but at least like it's. Compared to that, where the Twisted Metal TV show with Sweet Tooth is going to go to Paramount, not Paramount, sorry, is going to Peacock, <laughs> which of all places, why would it go there? But um, Yeah, no, is, does anyone really think that anyone's interested in watching that? I, 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 will, I will wait to see the trailer because I think, you no. know, it's, I think the one thing it has going for it is Twisted Metal is... To my knowledge of Twisted Metal, which I don't know a lot of, but what I do know is all you have is the characters. There actually is no story. So, like, this is allows them an oh, opportunity. No, 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 there, there is story, Mitch. Um, oh, okay, never mind. One, one of the wonderful things about Twisted Metal is you've pretty much got a TV show there already because all, all of the cutscenes in the original Twisted Metal games were shot in live action. Uh, and they're still pretty good. Yeah. Like, like, 
Yeah, it it, it it kind of lends itself to a television show. Um, a really and, twisted TV show. Yeah, right, honestly, as long as they get someone as edgy as David Jaffe to write, I think it'll be a bunch of fun. Right, so how, on a level of um, Little Sister to Big Daddy, <laughs> how excited are we for the Bioshock movie? Three Little Sisters. I don't even know what that means when you say three little sisters. Um, it doesn't matter because it doesn't mean anything. It doesn't mean anything. It can mean whatever you want it to mean. I'm fascinated. I'll go Big Daddy. Good. I'm I'm hovering around a, a Michael. What was it not Michael Ryan? What was the name? Andrew of? Ryan. I was going to say. Ryan. I was actually going to say Andrew Ryan, but I didn't think that was going to count. So. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Um, let's let's see. I don't want to write it off before it even comes out, but mm-hmm. um, judging by the quality of video game movies out there at the moment, I'm not holding out much hope. Right. Liam, your next question. Who's had to do more after their pledge to deal with blocky sex turned out to not be enough? Do more because... Blocky sex turned out to not be enough. Rafa. Rafa. No, it wasn't. It, it wasn't Michael. Michael's your hint. Michael's your hint. Is it? What you know, game has blocky sex? Like, Come on. I, I, was, I, I was thinking of something like Minecraft or Roblox. <laughs> oh, you're you're on the right track. Okay. Um. I'm assuming that one of those two games must... Because I know Minecraft in the past has had a problem with um, having weird sex videos in the YouTube algorithm, which is like the oddest thing ever. Um, But I'm going to take a guess and assume that it's probably Roblox having uh, sexual content inside the game. It is Roblox having lots and lots of sexually explicit games listed on their store, many Uh, of which are confusing me. (laughs) What? Um, Michael talks about Roblox. Does he? I've seen him talk about Roblox. Yeah, when he's when he's not talking GTA about yeah, animal crossing to me. <laughs> yeah, if he's not talking about those two, it's it's that. Well, now it's the bloody stream deck. Yeah. Um, yes, it is the the story picked up by the, it's the story picked up by the BBC that there is still hundreds and hundreds of sexually explicit games on the Roblox store, um, and uh, this is after a statement that they said that they would try and tackle the problem. Um, I mean, they're trying. Doesn't mean it's working. <laughs> um, but what they're technically other not com- lying. They said they're trying. <laughs> right. For for some bonus points, what other controversy, which seems to have not got as much traction in the media um, as the "ooh, beware of boobies and penises" um, in games, um, have roadblocks been involved with? Mm. Um, I, I'm gonna say either either it's um, people's uh, intellectual property being in the game, I would assume, or NFTs, maybe. I'm thinking um, selling products to children. Swap that round, and you'll be correct. Oh. Selling children? Oh. <laughs> well, selling selling children's products. Oh. <laughs> 
<laughs> Roblox is selling children. <laughs> no, that's um, not so a real thing, guys. It's not real. <laughs> so yes, this uh, the um, child exploitation is okay, just as long as there's no boobies and penises. Um, this is the the story for, that's uh, sprung its head a few times actually. That Roblox is using um, the work that's made by children, and um, people are paying underage. Uh, workers to produce content for them that they are then selling on the Roblox platform to make them money. So Roblox has got a serious, serious problem with child exploitation in both a monetary and um, a grooming sense, because that's something that came up with them as well. But no, let's focus on the fact that they've got some explicit content on their platform that the children might see and not tackle the serious issue that people are paying children to, to make games that they are then selling mm-hmm. um, on the Roblox platform. Uh, Roblox oh, pulled... I was just going to say, a little, little tip for all the boomers out there that are complaining about this. Uh, if they know how to play Roblox, they definitely know how to use Google Search. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so there, there's, there's companies... Um, and, and people, the, the articles that I've seen and heard, and I looked up after hearing about this on the podquisition because it got mentioned there, um, that people actually sending children contracts of work and saying we will pay you X amount of money to produce four games, or, and so this is this is a this is a professional level of criminality. But for God's sake, get the pixelated boobies and pixelated penises off this store right this second. Okay, so you want to know a quick a quick thing, like, to Liam's point? Um, I was in elementary school when this happened. Um, God, that would have been, like, back... Um, I don't know how long Four ago. years ago. Ah, uh, four, four stone ago. Um, anyway, uh, actually, we got... Um, we used to have, like, the old Mac like you know the, the the old school Macs, the ones with the the green lines and then you could play like only a couple of games on them but anyway um when right. we started searching the internet for a project someone looked up bunnies and of course something popped up on our school website uh, on the school google search which was playboy bunnies <laughs> oh <man>. so like <laughs> so like even you can well now obviously google has improved since then far long ago but like your kids will stumble upon that stuff by accident. Trust me. So well, you don't stumble upon someone sending you a contract yes. to say we will pay you $500 yes. or however much in whatever currency um, to produce games that they then keep all the profits from from mm-hmm. sale on the Roblox store, exactly. which could be far in excess of that. Um, Roblox had a, also had a problem with child grooming. So instead of dealing with the problem, they just took their um, message board down. Well done, Roblox, you utter bunch of idiot scumbags. Um, This is is the thing. Because I bet you they're making record profits. Yeah, this is the thing that gets me. It's like, think of the children, but don't think about the... (laughs) Think of the children, but don't think about that kind of children. (laughs) Just the other children. The other children are more important than these children. Honestly, of, of all of the things that that the, you 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 need to take care, like all of the things that you need to take carefully, like careful consideration on, 
Like that that's like the number one thing. And and, and if you can't fucking do that, then then You shouldn't have a game with children yeah. for it. Like uh, but the, for me the the out, the outcry from the um British parents and the British press that they're being pixelated man and lady bits in games compared to child exploitation. It's kind of oh Ugh, it's it's such a, it's such a British thing as well. Is that we cannot have sexually explicit content <laughs> available to children. We don't mind using them to earn money for corporations and or individuals who might be exploiting them. Um, in fact, Jacob they're, Rees-Mogg they're might actually it, start. They're learning how to make actually a proof of using children to make money. Um, uh, uh, potentially, uh, that's he's not said so in Parliament. Oh, he's learning um, how to run a business. That's how it... Uh, yes, it's good for him. Good strength for a five-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> that was actually surprisingly not bad. Um, I was getting ready to abuse you for your British good, accent. Good more, good more like compass. Person. Good more compass. Yeah. Okay, stop, stop with the accents now. Oh, um, uh, Mitch, coming with N, wishing to not want to talk about Roblox ever again. Uh, Mish, 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 um, Mush, Mush, Mush. <laughs> whose Twitch caused a problem for their mixer? I have no idea. I'm guessing Ninja, but that's probably wrong. Mixer. He left Mixer so long ago. Hmm. Mixer doesn't even exist anymore, does it? I mean, it's basically got bought by Facebook. Ninja. Um, no, it must be somebody who had a, a think contract. bigger and think corporate. Think bigger and think corporate. Say the question again. Whose Twitch thing. caused a problem for their mixer? Oh, Xbox. Exactly. Ah, uh, right, right. Oh yeah, yeah. It, yeah. it is the story that Xbox have permanently binned mixer and are reintegrating Twitch to be the streaming platform of choice. Um, Great yeah, use of spending. Daddy's money again, fellas. Great use of spending. Yeah, I, ha- I had to get one jibe in because Game Pass is so great. And they can't do everything right. Yeah. And, is it, and, and, and you know, Phil, Phil Spencer has to earn his reward from, you know, spending his money. Mixer isn't still a thing. And Mixer never was a thing. It was never going to compete with the market share that I, I mean, Twitch or YouTube. Oh, a website that actually worked. I, I like Mixer. I, I thought it was a good site, to be honest. Yeah, um, it was. So. It was a good site yeah. that no one used because everyone yeah, else's exactly. eyeballs were elsewhere. Well, uh, like that's half the thing. I think they did. I'll give Microsoft credit. Pulling Ninja to Mixer was probably their best move to do for the transition. But I think they, unfortunately and this is all on Phil, big Phil, he was not spending daddy's money soon enough, and so he had no games to be able to put on the platform to stream, and which would have helped the platform to push the platform even more, especially if something like Halo came out. And then you'd be like, oh, yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll like debut the trailer live on Mixer or something like that. And so then that way like it pulls people to the platform. But guess what? He wasn't spending daddy's money at the time, so he had no games to play. So that's kind of on Big Phil, but Big Phil had a good opportunity. He just wasted it. So you know, it's 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 Big Phil um, in a nutshell. 
lack well, of execution, um, no, all no, about no, daddy's Mitch, money. Mitch uh, <laughs> was in charge of Mixer. Like, uh, he wasn't involved with Mixer. Mixer was actually um, a different part of Microsoft, which may have been part of the problem. Well, if Big so. Phil was so great, he should have stepped in and fixed the problem. Mitch won't get over to the fact that he blames Big Phil for all of Microsoft's ills, even yeah. though he's done such a great job of spending daddy's money. Um, <laughs> right. uh, I can't Liam. believe you said those words. Thank you. I can't believe you said those words. Oh, thank you. Daddy's money. Well, technically, it'd be because it's, um, I can't remember. Is it a woman in charge of Microsoft now? Corporately? No, no it's a guy. Satya Nadella. No, okay. Um, I was going to say mommy's money, but that was, it wasn't. Well, there was a woman who was head of. It doesn't matter. A woman? It really doesn't matter. Operation? What are you talking about? Yeah, they might actually run it properly. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Liam, your question Who's blaming the video game Battlefield for the poor performance of their game? Hmm. Um, who's blaming uh, Battlefield for... Oh, well, EA are blaming Halo Infinite, I know. But that, that's a thing. I'm assuming that's what you're talking about. And what else? Um, I, I mean, I know what they should blame. Is there something else they're blaming? Yeah, uh, they're, blaming two, they're blaming two games. Oh, two and games. Two games uh, and a disease. Oh, and That's not blaming... the title of an upcoming sitcom on Netflix. Um... They're blaming COVID, they're blaming Halo Infinite, and I assume they're blaming uh, Call of Duty, probably. Uh, Vanguard, even though it was the lowest-selling Call of Duty game in years. Um, well, I'll give you... Fortnite. Keep going. Apex Legends. Apex Legends. for some reason. <laughs> they're blaming Andrew Wilson's dog. Um, what? And anything, anything that they can possibly think of to avoid the obvious truth that they made a bad video game. Not only, um, not only that, they just bad video game, Keith, a fucking broken one that wasn't finished. Well, and then even the fact on top of it is like they have the stats out right now that literally this battlefield has less congruent has has less congruent players right now average than the past four battlefield games. That's... But Mitch, why why would anybody be playing it? Because it's a broken game. Like it doesn't work properly. Like I could go and switch on Battlefield Five right now, and that game works properly. Like it's been four months, almost five months, and it still isn't fixed. Like clearly the game wasn't mean, supposed to. Yeah. Clearly the game wasn't ready to come out. It no, wasn't no, ready to come out five months from the, with the date it came out. They, they should have delayed it by a year, if they, not they more. But that's not that's not that's not on them. That's on EA. Oh, it is on EA. The EA's, EA's, do, EA's doing another. Uh, Was it um, a Mass Effect Andromeda all over again? Yeah, force the oh, game I, out because I, we I, needed I, to. I would say this is a lot worse. And to be honest, they aren't getting nearly enough flack that they deserve. This is worse than Cyberpunk. This is one I, of the worst mm, video game. I think I've Cyberpunk's worse. No. Well, okay, well if you if you take if you take the state in which the game is, it is probably worse than Cyberpunk because at least in Cyberpunk twenty seventy seven when it launched, you could play some of the game. 
Whereas <laughs> in this, you're lucky if you can actually complete a match without something glitching out. But um, I think the, the, the expectation and the mass appeal was way higher for Cyberpunk. So they knew yes. that they had to deliver. Whereas, you know, Battlefield, yes, did they have to deliver? Yes. But like the mass, it's not as big of an audience that they're targeting compared to Cyberpunk. Because oh, Cyberpunk, Cyberpunk's out well, actually, had, the most, had some of the highest pre-order sales ever. But, you yeah, know, well, the Battlefield community is rather large, and I, I remember when that game got announced, how the community just sort of came back into action, like, finally, we're going to get the game we've wanted since Battlefield 4, and they released more and more content, and they released that completely false advertised, like, gameplay trailer at E3. Uh, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's fucking CGI. That, that trailer's bullshit. Um... And um, just just over the the months leading up to the game's like launch, like just the audience dropped off because it's like they're not putting out any trailers, any content. Then the beta came out, and everybody was like, "Oh, yeah, no, I'm well, out." Well, at least well at least Liam, there was warning signs there. Cyberpunk made it look like it was all rain, roses and daisies, rainbows, out, rainbows, and, rainbows sunshine. and sunshine. Because they're like, "Oh, look at this! We have a little preview of some extra gameplay here. Oh, look, we got another preview. Oh, just the fact that it's the rest of it's fucking broken." <laughs> yeah, but 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 still, like mm. at, well, least people, mm. at least people could get some mm. enjoyment out of Cyberpunk. Whereas I got no enjoyment like, out of Cyberpunk. You, Are you you, you were saying you enjoyed it at the time. No, I did not. Um, I said it was. I said it was as a game. I was able to get through it. It was okay. That's all. But the, it was so bad. Okay isn't bad. Okay isn't bad. You, you play Battlefield and you want to shoot yourself in the head. Just, well, just saying. I mean, yeah. <laughs> That's somewhat hyperbolic. I hope. Yeah. Um, our access to firearms in the UK is much more limited than other countries. I've sadly, lost many friends to Battlefield twenty forty two. Um, so what what could they possibly have done other than not force a game out of for release? Um, oh, I forgot. Um, there's going to be a bonus question at the end um, because in in need for balance, we need to slag off Sony a bit. Uh, <laughs> uh, so what could they have done other than force a game out, which charged full price um, for a broken piece of tosh? Well, I think in context, probably this one, when you say what they could have done better, they did exactly what they should have done in this context. Mm -hmm. And hear me out. They, they one, at least gave you a beta, so you knew it was broken. Compared, yeah, and, compared, and to, compared to another game where they kept telling you it was, was only, fine, it was going to be okay. There was only two months between the launch of the beta and the launch of the game. So there is yeah. no way that if you played that beta, they would have been able to fix all of yes. those issues. Exactly. But they, I, I'm going to tell you, Mitch, internally, they absolutely regret having that beta out there. Well, oh, yeah, they they well yeah, but at least they were transparent. No, they weren't transparent. I, they yeah, just they wanted transparent. to test their servers. What are you talking they about? They wanted to test their servers. I don't, I don't care. They, they, they at least put it out. That's being transparent. No, Who no, cares that's what transparent they... by accident. Yeah, there's a, there's a, there's still a difference between... It's yeah. Regardless, it's like at least at least like they didn't give you a demo of Cyberpunk yeah, and you could yeah, see yeah. how broken yeah. Cyberpunk was. I'm sorry, but but yeah, it's transparent, but not on purpose. They don't deserve yeah. any credit. It was it. unintentional. Yeah. Listen. Here's our broken mess because we want to test the servers. 
and, and it, it was part it, of the game's advertising because they had to include they included the beta in in the pre-orders, so they had to. Well, I think in context, regardless, they did everything they could have, which is when they had the beta, it gives people an opportunity to test the game, and if even if the game is not good, they at least gave you an opportunity to try it. And or yeah, hear from real. people that Thank had an opportunity to try it to say where Liam says it's like shit and please don't buy this game. Whereas some companies will and will based in Poland, based in Poland, that constantly was telling you this game is going to be the game of the century and was hyping it up. They knew what type of hype train they were going for and they knew what they were releasing and they let it happen. Whereas. I, at least when at least when the shit hit the fan with um with Battlefield on the um on the beta, they weren't like hiding behind anything. Yes, did they say, Oh yeah, this is a little bit of an earlier build of the game, but you we all know. We all know that it was three months old and I, yes, I'm, and that's what I said. And at least what we know as gamers, that's not enough time to to fix what was broken. And no, so at least, it was. They may say it was, but at least we got to try it for ourselves and see for our own faces and see it. I think what what we need to say about the situation is Cyberpunk's launch was shit. Battlefield 2042's launch was shit. And quite frankly, they have, there's no excuses that can be made for either of those games launches. I I, I don't even think we should compare them because they were both shit. But that's not his question. Uh, that McWomble's question was, "What could they have done?" And I said, "They did exactly what they the, the, they did exactly no, what no. They, they there's nothing no. else they could have done to show you the game no, was no, not going to be good." There, there, there is something they could have done. They could have delayed the game. That's they, not what, that's not the question, Liam. Liam, Liam no, that's no, not well, the question. Uh, Keith that said, would have been Keith that would have been a solution. Yeah, Keith said, Keith said besides delaying the game, what else could they have done? And I said they did exactly what they could have because we got to see the game for what it was. And at least we they got that compared to other games. That's all. They couldn't delay the game because um, they had shareholders who were expecting a game release. And this isn't the first time that EA have forced the game out the door to meet shareholder expectations rather than release a good finished <coughs> game. Uh, right. Sorry, did I? Did, did, I meant Anthem. <laughs> and and uh, Anthem, Mass Effect, Andromeda is. It's almost as if the executives at EA Hate are trying Bioware. to kill off studios. Yeah, they just don't like Bioware. Um, Mitch, whose call for duty has been delayed? Oh, that's Activision, or should I say Microsoft? Yeah, because yeah. like to be really honest here, let's be honest, fellas. Like, I know Microsoft is not supposed to have a hand in what Activision does, but I have a big feeling that when they talked about the contract deal, they may have hinted at being like, "Hey, you don't have to release Call of Duty next year." Um, apparently it was all Activision actually. Like, um, people I don't believe it. Are inside well, the heads of the, you could have had the heads of Sledgehammer, Treyarch, and Infinity Ward to just go up to Phil Spencer and just, for God's sake, let us off just one year. Well, well I had this conversation with um, with uh, a guy in our Discord uh, a while back, and I, I was explaining why I thought that Call of Duty was going to stop being an annual franchise, 
Um, and they basically compared. Um, they basically said it in their latest financial call that that uh, they think that the sales of their latest game, Vanguard, was um, basically damaged by oversaturation of, of the market, and that they were people weren't getting it's their own content. Yeah, they yeah, exactly. Put out their own game. Yeah, people weren't inv- getting invested in 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 the in the game's player bases and the game's content because they knew that another game was just going to come out the following year, and uh, they they found that the they were making more money um, from microtransactions than any other part of the game. So so it really stands to benefit them by not releasing a game every single year, especially when you're getting dim- diminishing returns. From games like Vanguard, which I think is great, so, so that, that game actually deserved to sell a bit more. Um, but yeah. Well, when me. you release a game called Warzone, that's absolutely free. That gives you the Call of Duty experience everybody wants, which is online multiplayer. And the reason why most, the vast majority, buy Call of Duty every single year, of course, is going to be diminishing return. Uh, because no one cares about the new Call of Duty game because the multiplayer doesn't matter to them. Because it's like, oh, I can play Warzone. That's all that matters. And I mean, that's. I would say that it's, it's a yeah. very different experience playing Warzone to playing Call of Duty multiplayer. The reason that the two are so well associated is because if you want to be competitive in Warzone, you really have to buy the that year's release because they boost all of the stats for the new weapons that are linked to the new game. So that if you want to be competitive in Warzone, you have to get the new game. Otherwise, you'll be using the old weapons that they nerf into the fucking ground. Um, so to incentivize people to buy the new thing, and I think people just got fed up with it, is an element to it. Um, I, I do watch a fair amount of people streaming Warzone, and a lot of people just got uh, were getting really fed up that they felt they had to grind the new game to keep up with the meta. Um and it, a lot of people fell off Warzone for that reason. Um, and a lot of people fell off uh, Vanguard because you've just got to play the multiplayer for hours and hours and hours to be, to be competitive in the game that they wanted to play. Well, what I'll find really fat, what, what, and we'll never know the answer, to be truthfully honest, unless we get some fly on the wall. Can you, or, be, can you be deceitfully honest? Or get, oh, I want to hear get, some deceitful or, honesty. Or get in the room um, is... I wonder, I have curiosity, what the contract is with Sony, with Activision. Is it that they have rights to what is like, quote unquote, the next three Call of Duty games? Or is it they already are titled or they're named, excuse me, uh, they're named by project name and saying like, you have rights to project NY9 sex, NYXZ or um, it'll be interesting to see what the case is because them skipping a year, um, especially with this potential acquisition that is still going through the court system and everything, um, you know, it will be interesting to see if that takes away from their Call of Duty sale that they wanted to do. Um, Mitch, um, they already confirmed that Call of Duty is going to still come to other platforms. Yeah, but um, they might change the name. Uh, what, do, what do you mean? They won't. Because uh, I, I think, you know, Pactor brings up an interesting point that they might have they might have the option to change the name of Call of Duty but keep the style of Call of Duty 
and uh, there is no way they would change the, the name platform. there is absolutely that would be like gucci trying to change their name why would you do it the brand recognition well, is I, so well, strong i think they would do it to keep warzone mm. but I, maybe they would do it to do a different take to say this is a fresh new take on call of duty but it's not call of duty anymore i don't know that's just nah, but, it's, it's um, fascinating all of the games can't leave playstation when they stand the game the amount of money that they will gain from keeping it on that platform. I mean, yeah. they've even said that they want to bring it to Switch as well, you know, so. Billy, are you playing Are you playing uh, Mario Odyssey? I'm playing Call of Duty, Mom. Die. <laughs> yeah, but, but I, I, I can tell you that, that um, I mean, it pretty much got confirmed that their deal with PlayStation... Uh, will expire in uh, 2024 because they they're entitled to three more uh, games within their contract, uh, which will be the one coming out this year: Modern Warfare 2, Warzone 2, and then after that will be the game that releases after that. And then their 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 license, well, I guess advertising arrangement would be expired. So then you'd start seeing Call of Duty games associated with the Xbox platform, I guess. Well, what I'm hoping for is that um, I can play uh, Infinite Warfare again without having to get gouged. Because it's, it, that game, you can get a pre-owned copy for... Even the pre-owned copies are stupidly expensive. I don't know why. But the ones on the digital store, it's 25 quid. What are you, what are you talking on about? Um, so I'm hoping all of the all of the old games show up on Game Pass, and I can just dive into whichever Call of Duties I want to, whenever I fancy. Um, and then I have to see what they do with the multiplayer and microtransactions that were in those. Um, uh, do we actually think that all of the studios who've been roped into working on the Call of Duty um, hamster wheel will actually get released onto other? wheels that they will then need to jump on because I am somewhat sceptical. Um, I think that will happen. In fact, I, I think it's already sort of slowly starting to happen. Um, like like they've, they've taken um, Raven Software off of, um, off of Warzone uh, essentially because Warzone 2 is being developed by Infinity Ward instead. And uh, I, I think they're going to take Sledgehammer off of Call of Duty as well because if, if you've if you're releasing a Call of Duty game every two years, uh, which means you know you only need two studios for that, so one try not try, one tryout game every four years and one Infinity Ward game every four years, and and then Raven, I mean Raven, not Raven, sorry, uh, Sledgehammer, they are working on other projects as well that aren't Call of Duty anyway. So the, the reason that I'm somewhat skeptical is because, like we've discussed, Liam, um, Warzone is currently a buggy mess. It's always been a buggy mess. Yeah, and um, it's become more and more buggy the more games that they've integrated into it. So I can understand why you need the amount of support behind the scenes um, to try and squash all of those bugs. And even if every patch that they release breaks something new. So I understand people saying we don't need a Warzone 2. Yes, you bloody do. Yeah, they, um, they do. The, the, the developers inside of Activision absolutely hate Warzone. Um, like they, they hate developing for it, they hate it with a passion, and it's such a difficult game to develop for um, that they've had to bring in every Activision studio to work on it because, like, like it's like Frostbite all over again. It's, uh, 
it's just it, it doesn't work in the way that they planned for it to work because it was designed around creating a single player um, Call of Duty campaign and not a multiplayer environment. I, I believe is the case. So so everything to do with multiplayer is quite difficult. Ironically, you know, you think they would focus on the multiplayer aspect of these games, considering that's the part that makes them money. But no. Well, to deal with some of the so the latest. Um bug which they've not been able to at least I don't I haven't seen because <clears throat> <coughs> sorry excuse me I can't believe I've still got the lingering bloody cold not COVID tested multiple times all negative um, it's the flying cars that was so funny so we've we've released this patch to deal with an issue with the battle royale but we've unintentionally given you the ability to fly all of the vehicles not just the planes um well done. Um, but right. Oh well. To so an- um, to answer your question, Keith, I'm kind of more on your end, Keith. To be really honest, because I think um, they may take one year off this year. Does not mean they're going to take off one year for the rest. Uh, they're going to go every other year. Um, I think um, it may just well, be. It may just give them an avenue to reset. Um, I also think that they like you. Like you've mentioned, Keith. Like. Warzone does need a lot of support teams. Uh, it's just a it's just, it's just a massive undertaking because also they have to integrate the new games into Warzone every single year, and that takes its own development team in a nutshell. And that's well, why they well, want to reset it and do Warzone two, so they right. can get rid of all of the stuff yes. they've had to integrate, which has caused many of the problems yes. that they've had before. And they'll need that extra support team to assist. So they may have taken them off Raven Software off Warzone, but does not mean they may not be working on Warzone two instead, um, because that team does have the yes. experience with with the original Warzone. So I think, you know, in the end, may one or two teams cock off like pock off uh, Call of Duty. Probably, but a vast majority of the studios will stay on Call of Duty, especially since they announced that they are sticking with Sony for the foreseeable future. And Liam, before you you um, retort, what I would say is if you've got your... Um, so as Matt Carl would say, Call of Duty being your £200 gorilla, no, £800 gorilla, yeah. That would be a very small gorilla if it was two hundred pounds. Not the real size gorilla. <laughs> um, Warzone is now your eight hundred pound gorilla. It's not your annual Call of Duty release. So why wouldn't you put the most support into the battle royale, which is earning nearly two billion dollars a year? Yeah, but that—that—that's the problem is you, of course you would put all resources onto the thing that makes you the most money and they've had to do that but but the reason they're having to do that isn't because like oh yeah we just need more content for Warzone it's, it's because their their management's terrible you know that they have a plan in place for, for how they wanted Warzone to go and how things went for them it's very different because the management was terrible like I, I remember somebody saying this like uh, when they introduced Sledgehammer in, into the um, in, into the fray, you know, and had them... Basically, it changed the development cycle of Call of Duty from every two years to three years, you know, and they thought, well, if we change the development cycle of these games to three years, it means that they have extra time to develop quality games. But that never happened, because the truth of the matter is... <laughs> they just shoehorn something else for them to work on. 
Yeah, but everything was so disorganized and mismanaged, and they constantly were restarting projects, like to the point where n none, like not one single Call of Duty game until the one that's actually coming out this year has had a three-year development cycle. Like, like after years of this going on, this Call of Duty game that comes out this year is the first one to receive three years of uninterrupted development. You know, they haven't restarted the project. The project hasn't gone completely wrong and then been assigned to a different studio, like uh, like Black Ops Cold War was. <laughs> um, well, it's interesting. And it's, it's thankfully, I was just saying, thankfully, with, with uh, Call of Duty going over to Microsoft, that there's hope without Bobby Kotick having his fingers in it, that, that they'll actually be able to manage their studios properly and won't need to lump everybody onto the Call of Duty ship because they are so mismanaged that they need all hands on deck to get the product out on time. Well, Especially it's, it's, it's funny, it's funny how you say good management when they go to Microsoft, but then what was their latest project that came out that had horrible management? Oh yeah, that's Halo Infinite that took too many long years and then redid their development cycle all over again lost multiple directors like i i yep. it, i don't i don't think it's i don't think i don't think it's an in, i don't think it's an instant guarantee that because it's they transfer but i don't think because of this transition that the management will get better um i think keith is right in certain aspects of saying now that they have the experience of having warzone being done they do have a better idea of how to make warzone 2 and then make these games be better integrated into the future projects. So yes, like I said, it would probably take away one or two of the teams that are probably working on Warzone 2 in the future that working on Warzone 1 right now probably won't work on Warzone 2, but you still will have a vast majority of them working on this Warzone project because they do have to integrate and help them integrate the, the Call of Duty games that they're making on top of trying to integrate them into Warzone and then keep up with Warzone's demand because not just saying that they're making only content like they have to have testers um, they have to try they have to test not only test the software but they have to make sure the servers are working correctly I mean this is a huge this is one of the biggest games online games in the world behind Fortnite like the, the this is bigger than even one of their one of their Call of Duty titles by themselves because again it's free to play. So like there's even more people on this title. So like I don't see it. Uh, I don't see it significantly dropping to the point where they're going to have like half of their studios readily available to work on other projects. Yeah, there's currently six studios who are attributed to working on Warzone. I can't. I, I can't see suddenly that just going to Infinity Ward. Yeah, well, um, I mean, uh, this year's Call of Duty game uh, that comes out has nine different studios working on it. But what I'm saying is, is you, you don't expect the studios to just stop working on these projects because, like, they're sort of. But that's what we've been told. Yeah, we have but, to but, believe what we're told by the by video games companies, Liam. Right. So, <laughs> Liam, I'm sorry. Uh, we're going to move on with the last question in the need for balance because Mitch has been slagging off Microsoft all show. Um, whose price fuckery um, should we be talking about in terms of Horizon Forbidden West? No, no cryptic stuff going on there. Just some downright stupid Jim Ryan price fuckery. Oh, uh, okay. I thought you were going to talk about the other price fuckery Sony's been involved with lately. Yes, Mitch. It is the fact that you can pay for the PS5 version of Horizon Forbidden West for $70 or 70 UK pounds 
or you can buy the PS4 version for your PS5 and upgrade to the PS5 version for free. Yeah, but then you don't get the white line at the top that makes it all pretty. Um, you know, that's what that's more, right? I usually, I, I usually wouldn't defend it in this argument, but let me just, business-wise, let's just, I'm going I'm to okay. approach this from the I, business I, I, end. I, I get you. On, on the business end, it's very confusing to the consumer to make this game $60 across the board because then people would not understand why is this game $60, but all these other PS5 games are $70. It would be a massive confusion to the consumer. No, that's, 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 that's an apologist's um, response. I'm, I'm, I just said I, I'm talking about it from the business end. That's all I I'm know, saying. And, that's, and all I'm saying is you and put I would prefer, in, in Jim Ryan's shoes I is an apologist. And response. I would prefer I would prefer it to just be sixty dollars across the board, especially if it's just gonna be the free upgrade. Totally. Because then it wouldn't like confuse mom and dad, grandma and grandpa going to buy the game and they're getting an extra ten dollars off of them. Totally get it. Totally it's no. price gouging. It's it's price gouging people who are unaware that there is a yeah. cheaper option for the same experience. That's all it is. I will tell you, um, though, I was at the store when I bought this game, and uh, someone told me, he was like, what's the difference between the PS4 and the PS5 version? And I told him, just buy the PS4 version because they get the upgrade for free. And he goes, oh, didn't know that. I was like, yeah. So, like, yes, so, you are correct. It is, it is in a sense, price gouging and cons cons very cons confusing for the consumer. Um, I think unfortunate that Sony made a promise which I think was a good promise to make. Like, I'll take the free upgrade. But, like, it is very... Uh, it was a little bit of a, a, a bad thing on their part to promise free upgrades for all these launch titles because it made it very con confusing when they decided to up the price. Well, I mean, they kept their promise. They just made it confusing on purpose. But yes. Which is that's, what I just, that's what I just said. Yeah. That's, that's what I just said. I said they, yeah. yeah, they made it confusing. Yeah. They did it to themselves. They shouldn't have. They shouldn't have done it. They, they didn't just, do it to themselves. They, they did it to their customers. They, they, they did it to they, the, they the most loyal customers as well. The early adopters. They should have. They should have just. Uh, they should have just kept one message. Either it's all seventy dollars, or don't put the price up. Which I pre well, preferred to not I, I, put I, the price up. <laughs> did, did you notice that 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 on on the PlayStation Store? Um, if you're trying to buy the PlayStation 4 version, like me and you and Keith know that it's a free upgrade to the PlayStation 4 version, but there's nothing on the actual page for the PlayStation 4 version that would let you know that. I did not right? know that. As far as I'm yeah. concerned, that's false advertising. Well, well there, there you go, right? We are you sure it's it not in the information section? I swear they... Let me finish, right? Um, before the game launched, it only said... The PlayStation 4. When you go onto the PlayStation, right, on the PlayStation 5 store, you can't see the PlayStation 4 version of the game, right? You can only see the PlayStation 5 version that comes with the PlayStation 4 version. But if you go onto the online webpage or you go onto the PlayStation 4 store, you can see that that there's um, it just shows the PlayStation 4 version. It doesn't show the PlayStation 5 version, but it was a free upgrade because that was the version I bought. But they said, oh, that's an error. And then on the day of the game's launch, they updated it to show that you also get the PlayStation 5 version of the game. I mean, I, I come on, it wasn't an error. They did that on purpose because they didn't want the general public, you know, your, your average Joe, to know that you could just simply buy the PlayStation 4 version and get the PlayStation 5 version for free. 
I think it's pretty obvious. So it's it's absolutely intentional marketing tactic. So it's never in the details section? I don't believe so, no. Mm, I feel like it would have been in the details section. I'm actually going to have a look to see, um, because... Oh, no, actually, that, that's a pain because I think it just yeah it came out yesterday. Because so, so you honest, can't find out with yeah, uh, you can't find out. But I like to oh, like I, 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 I get I, I understand like the whole like putting down the title. But I I I'm pretty sure they would have put it in the detail section if not saying like it would have they probably would have at least at least said because like it's on the freaking box like they would have probably I mean, said like PS5 upgrade available at least even but even it's if hidden. they did but it's hidden even, it's hidden I'll give even, them credit even if they did put it in the detail section that that's still sort of underhanded because it, it it's. It's like, um, you know, people know what they're going to buy. It's like, oh, Horizon, I don't need to look in the details section. I'm just going to buy it, you know. Well, so you're working on the assumption that people want the game and therefore don't bother to read. They just click on buy. Yeah, most people do. Yeah. yeah. And, and, I, I and that's the thing, because they, they associate the advertising, because they see, like, a game like, say, Borderlands 3, and they say, oh, it has a little PlayStation 5 mark next to it, so it means I get the PlayStation 5 version for free. And if that's yeah, but you're case, still buying Borderlands Three, so there, there is that. <laughs> that's your mistake. Yeah, <laughs> but but I, I think it's a very obvious um, sort of cut and dry anti-consumer decision that they've made. They've done that on purpose. Like, I, I don't yeah, think they, they, they made the, they made a rod for their own back um, by saying we want to put the price of games up, even though there was no real basis to do so, other than we want more money. Um, and then they've had to deliver that promise, but also not wanting to lose out on all of the potential sales at that higher price point. So they've had to connive a way to do that. And I really, really don't like the fact that they are. it is price gouging. No one will convince me otherwise. I'm not yeah. going to convince you otherwise, because I agree. And on the point that um, Microsoft can't manage the production of Halo and uh, Sony are a bunch of price gouging gits. I wanted to say that as well. Because we're all about balance here. Vladimir Putin's a scumbag. No, there is no balance to that. (laughs) (laughs) At least Microsoft delayed Halo, you know. Yeah, still needed more time. It needed more time, but at least it was a better product. Like, a lot better. It's playable. You're, you can go and play You're making right excuses now. for a bad product. No, I'm not. Because it's a good product, but no, it could have been good. better. It's a working it, good product. It could have been better it, if they played it by another year. It's, it's good. good. It's it, playable, but it's not. It's good. It could have been significantly better. But at least they didn't gouge us for additional money because Game Pass is amazing. And at least you can get it for free on Game Pass. Like Game Pass is amazing. A product that nobody enjoys, nobody wants to play, and and, and quite frankly depresses the living crap out of you <laughs> when a, a game from 2014 is far more competent in every single way. Game Pass is amazing. I'm just going to keep saying that until Mitch says we're out. Oh, sorry. You didn't say on that note, so... Just and also, you it. didn't give list the socials. You didn't list things for. I watching. did that at the beginning. People, oh. people aren't watching now. They've given up. They, they heard us talking about um, Sony price gouging his customers, and they thought we can't stand for this. We are going to switch off this video.
Nintendo now. Sony were the greatest company, not called Nintendo. We have one of our most loyal viewers, Dan. In the chat, not on the show. Yes, And on that note... Kids, do your research.